0: And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones, and yes, we're transmitting live from our station here on www.twave.tv, Tweetcasting.tv, and our various networks. So we thank you all for staying tuned to today's program. Listen, we have a great program prepared for you as we're going to continue looking at the incredible prophetic book of Lamentations. As we look at Lamentations and, of course, Bookmark 7. So before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones to open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to serve you. We thank you for your study of your word. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us historical
1: uh, characters, historical events, that we can look back and see, Lord, your heart and how you function and what we can learn from that today. So we pray you bless, Lord, bless our conversation, all those tuned in, in your precious name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuning into the Truth with Your Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Nick Batista Nathan Jones as we're looking at the Prophetic Book of Lamentations. Hey, for those of you that are following us live via social media, we'd encourage you to post your questions or your comments there. Also, some of you give us the like button. We like that, the thumbs up, and share the program with your friends and family. Uh, let them know we're live. And of course, uh, if you Have a Bible, follow along with us as we dive into the book of Lamentations. It's an incredible, incredible teaching. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Brower, Calvary Aventura, and the Truth Second Free Ministry. You can find more information here on www.twave.tv. Very excited about today's program. Hey, if you are in the Hollandale Aventura area, drop by, say hello to us, and be part of our ministries. Wednesdays at 7.30, Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We'd love for you to catch... Our services and our Bible studies live. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to our program. Nathan, how are you today? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well.
1: Everything here in Texas is great. The weather is cool for the summer, and we are happy here. How
0: about you guys in Miami? We're doing fantastic. A little bit on the warm side. Nathan, it's August. This is the time where we have to live on ice cubes. Well, I
1: think one of the best places on the earth must be Miami, so (laughs) And I'm
0: sure you're suffering. Yeah, yeah actually, we're doing good, Nathan. Uh, the Lord has been good. We really haven't had any uh, hurricanes to worry about. So that's always a good sign for us. That is an answer to prayer, yes. And
1: we haven't had tornadoes, although, man, a lot to pray about. There's uh, flooding on all sorts of parts of the country. There's fires out yeah. west. There's earthquakes in Oklahoma. And it's weird weather all over the country. Yeah. So again, it's time in the end times. and. We're praying for
0: the Lord to have mercy. Yes, absolutely, Nate. And, of course, uh, we're, we're very grateful also for uh, the ministry, Lamb, Lion, Christ, and Prophecy. And, Nate, someone maybe for someone who's new and not familiar with the ministry, you'll be able to share your contact information briefly and also uh, uh, your website. And uh, this way someone who's watching or listening can maybe find out how to get a hold of your wonderful contents. Well, certainly. Again, my name is Nathan Jones. I'm the Associate Evangelist and Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose
1: mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. Check us out. Our website is lamblion.com or christandprophecy.org. We've got a wealth of information there, including our television program, Christ and Prophecy with Dr. David Reagan, that's broadcast all over
0: the world on major networks and online networks as well. That's landline.com or
1: christandprophecy.org.
0: Thank you, Nathan Jones. And Nate, for those that are watching us live, we notice there's a wonderful book by Ron Rhodes, uh, The End Times in Chronological Order. They can also get that through uh, Christ and Prophecy and Lamb Lion, right?
1: Right, yeah. Dr. Rhodes is our featured guest on Christ and Prophecy this week. Uh, and so he has a book called uh, End Times in Chronological Order. Yeah. It's a fascinating book, which actually lays out all the prophetic events. As you know, in the Bible, Bible prophecy doesn't say, well, this happens, and then this happens, and this happens. Okay. It sort of does in Revelation and, and a little bit in Daniel, but overall there's pieces all over and you have to put all the pieces together. And Dr. Rhodes does it so expertly in that book. And folks can get that on our website, landline.com. Of course, he sells it on his at ronrhodes.com and uh, uh, Amazon. You
0: can find on Amazon as well. Cool, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, he's an excellent, excellent teacher. Great resource oh, yeah. for those of you that are watching and listening. Uh, get a hold of this wonderful material. So, thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Nathan, talking about uh, prophecy, the book of lamentation, uh, a lot of things that uh, are happening around the world, Nate. with uh, we're, we're, this situation with North Korea right now, the United States of America, uh, a lot of things are, are falling into place, right, Nate, when it comes to Bible prophecy well with north korea threatening to nuke guam and other parts of
1: the world yes. it's, it's definitely what we jesus told about the end time sign there'll be wars and rumors of wars and this is just it's supposed to build in frequency and intensity the closer we get to Jesus' yeah. return and we are living in that time so yeah definite prayer that the lord puts a cool head especially with King yes. Jong nunn and president trump and we can get through this peacefully without there
0: being um, nuclear weapons shot off yeah well Nathan that's why we need a lot of prayer Uh and those of you that are watching and listening this is why we do these programs is to educate you to encourage you hey grab hold of the opportunities that are before you because we believe the Lord can come at any moment right Nathan amen yes the Lord doesn't Give the date when he's gonna return,
1: but he gives us the signs of the times that we're living in to tell us the seed that's returned of man when like you read Matthew twenty-four
0: and twenty-one. We are definitely living in the season of His return. Excellent point. And for those of you that are watching and listening, listen, we want to encourage you. This is the great opportunity to grab the Word of God, grab your Bible, follow with us as we journey through the book of Lamentation. Nathan and I were looking last week there at chapter 3, and uh, it's a very long passage. Uh, it's around 66 verses long. We started going through it in verse-by-verse, chapter-by-chapter. Uh, and Nathan encouraged us in the middle of this book, there's a message uh, about hope. Uh, and Nathan, you encourage us with a little bit of a message of hope because prior to that, there didn't seem to be much hope in the beginning chapters of Lamentation, right?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I told Dr. Reagan this morning that we were going to continue our study of Lamentations, <laughs> and like, wow, that's really depressing. And it is. <laughs> Lamentations is a depressing book. It's called Lamentations. It's the lament of the prophet Jeremiah the nation of judah of course israel in the north had already been destroyed in 722 bc but this is the time period 586 where the uh, nebuchadnezzar king of babylon came in and he destroyed jerusalem and marched most of the inhabitants out of the country and exiled them just as god prophesied 900 years earlier through moses and there you've got jeremiah the weeping prophet left behind sitting in the ashes of jerusalem and crying out his laments to the lord and so far as we're going through three of the five chapters, uh, Jeremiah, like you said, he's been lamenting. He's been yeah. he's been roaming and groaning and afflicted. And but now we're getting to this point in chapter three where he starts talking about hope, and it, brother, it's an amazing part of this story because how can a man who's sitting in the ashes of his country, who's lost everything and everyone, all of a sudden be talking about hope?
0: You know, and Nathan, it, 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 I think the message here is such an encouraging one that no matter what we're going through, there's always something that we can look towards uh, to uh, to to hope and and have and be encouraged. And I, and I think that that's what the Bible is. That's the beauty in the Bible, that when we have a relationship with God, no matter what's going on, there's always something for us to be hopeful and give thanks for. Excellent. So, Nathan, yeah, if you can continue to take us through this journey, verses 19 and on, uh, I think it's just fantastic things that we're going to uh, uh, be uncovering here in the following verses.
1: Okay, yeah, we're going to get into probably one of the most famous of the passages, uh, verse 22 through 24. And I think there's even a hymn that's based on these passages. So let's go ahead and read, start with 19. Awesome. Remember my affliction and roaming, the wormwood and the gall, my soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to mind, therefore I hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because Mm. His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I hope in Him.
0: You know, Nathan, this is amazing. How can someone write a song? (laughs) I mean, out of lamentations, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is all Him. Great is my faithfulness. And, you know, it's an old hymn, but it's one I sang all the time growing up. And yes. here, Jeremiah, is wow. seeing the destruction of Jerusalem that God allowed the Babylonians to be his instrument of judgment upon the nation of Judah, and it was destroyed. And he's sitting in the ashes and in the dust, and yet he's talking about the
0: faithfulness of God yes. and that he has hope in God. Now, how is that possible that we could actually have something like that? Well, Nathan, I mean, when I look at this, you know, I oftentimes, I often find that the bigger the challenges, the bigger the blessing. And I think that's why Jeremiah, as he's going through his lamentations and going through the, the, the difficulties, in the same sense that the difficulties are uh, very extreme, so will be the joy and the blessing after they come out of the trial. And, and that's why when I was looking at this, I mean, can you imagine... The songwriter, like you said, Nathan, that, that wrote the song. I mean, he had to read Lamentations. <laughs> he did. He did. And Jeremiah, being a prophet, being a student of
1: God's word, knew that Moses' prophecy, 900 years earlier, that God gave yeah. him. The last message he had for the Jewish people was, if you follow me and obey my commands and be moral, you know, follow the mosaic law, I blessed bless you and these are the blessings. And then he said, if you disobey them and chase after other false gods and be immoral then I will curse you, and if you continue that, I will exile you. So Moses, uh, excuse me, Jeremiah knew both the blessings and the curses, and he knew that because of God's compassion, that he would eventually redeem a believing remnant of his people. So Jeremiah is sitting in the ashes, but he knows that is compassionate, and that God has promised that he would return a believing remnant back to Israel. Now, Jeremiah probably did not know... uh, the prophecies of Ezekiel, he may or may not, but that, that it would be for 70 years that the Jews would get out of the land. And so, Jeremiah knew that he would live another 70 years, so he would never see it, but he knew that even if it did happen in his lifetime, yeah.
0: God is still faithful
1: to his promises.
0: Ooh, and Nathan, you know, it, it reminds me, uh, when we talk about uh, God's mercies and, and God's compassion, uh, in Matthew chapter 9, uh, Nathan talks about when the multitude were coming to the Lord and the Bible says that the Lord Jesus would look at them uh, because they were as sheep uh, with, with no shepherd. And, and the Bible talks about the compassion of the Lord. And we see that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, yeah. He never changes. His greatest thy
1: faithfulness, like we were here in Lamentations 3, that He is always faithful. He's yes. always true to His promises, and He's always compassionate. Now, He's always just, too, and We've had 900 years of the Israelites falling down on the Word of God. I mean, being as evil as their neighbors, sacrificing their children on altars, mm-hmm. being self-centered, stealing from each other, killing, uh, adultery, homosexuality, and bestiality, yeah. every kind of unimaginable that people delved into. And again and again, the Lord sent the prophets to the people, and they rejected the prophets most of the time. Mm-hmm. And so, as Moses prophesied, they would be exiled. It would be a... Uh, a lump so heavy, a burden so strong, that the believing remnant came back, would know to trust the Lord. Now, mm-hmm. sadly, you can read Malachi, which would be another 150 years later, or excuse me, 180 years later, that the Jews fell down again, and they went back into bondage under the Greeks, and then the Romans, and then they were dispersed again, exiled in 70 AD. But we're seeing the Jews today coming back to the land. We're seeing, uh, many Messianic Jews, Jews that are being saved and coming to Christ, and we know the tribulation is coming, the seven-year judgment of God on the world, that will bring a believing remnant out of those hard-hearted people, those disneyed Jews that are in Israel today. So God's faithfulness always comes, His judgment always comes, but His faithfulness always comes to those to
0: repent and return to Him. Mm, what a wonderful, encouraging message, Nathan, and I believe you might be talking to someone right now that is watching and that is listening, and hey, I want you to know that God is faithful. God loves you. God has a plan for your life. We thank you all for tuning in. Of course, you're tuning into into Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Reader Edition, Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're looking at the prophetic book of Lamentation, and again, talking about God's uh, faithfulness. And uh, if you look at your lives, you will recognize God has been faithful to you in many ways. And what an opportunity for you to tr- continue to trust Him uh, and follow Him. And Nathan, that's what we find here. Uh, like you read, uh, verse uh, 22 uh, uh, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because His compassion uh, never fails. I-, I love that verse. It is. As the Lord is my portion,
1: says my soul, therefore I hope in Him. Uh, like you read. Even though the world could be burning down around you, and clearly, yep. we live in times of incredible people, and incredible persecution of Christians, worldwide and growing in the West. Mm-hmm. But, nobody knows suffering like Jerem. Maybe Job. Job probably first Christ. They all knew this kind of suffering, and yet, there was always, therefore, I hope in him. So the believer in Christ, even though yeah. we live in the midst of such turmoil, we know that God is there with us, that Christ has saved us, and we are protected, and our future is a bright future, even if our
0: now is so difficult. Uh, incredible. Thank you so much, Nathan. I mean, wonderful passages tucked in here in the midst of this lamentation. Yes, they continue to take us through because, again, this is just an amazing portion of Scripture. Yeah, well, the
1: next section, 25-27, Jeremiah says... The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, mm. to the soul who seeks Him.
0: It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Oh, wow. Nathan, another powerful... I mean, verse 25, that's, that's a, quite a tough one because we live in a society where we want everything now, uh, waiting, patience. I mean, who wants to do that anymore, right, Nathan?
1: <laughs> man, if, if the microphone... Wait, popcorn doesn't pop under two minutes, you know, I'm pacing in front of the microwave. We, yeah. we demand our TV now, we demand our food now, I'm going to be picking up fast food on the way home. I cut out my wife, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be fast, it's got to be right now. And it doesn't work that way with the Lord. The Lord's eternal, you know, for him, a thousand years is like a day to him. In other words, time is most meaningless to God. And so we have yeah. to wait for him. And even if it takes 70 years and Jeremiah had to wait or for us to take 2,000 years to wait for his return, we have to wait quietly and patiently for him. It's just part of being a Christian. And it's it's a learning. I think God wants us to learn patience. Brother, you and I are going to live millions of trillions of billions of years with him. I think we will learn patience as Right now, the human body is very difficult,
0: right? Very. And Nathan, we live in a society that is very easily discontent, myself included. I'll be honest. I have to constantly repent. Because we want every yeah. Waiting is just so difficult because we think, uh, uh, you know, we look at uh, young people today. They, they want to get married. And no matter how much you counsel them and say, hey, wait for the right person. Right, Nathan? Their, <laughs> their reply is, well, I've been waiting long enough. Six months? Really? And they act like. Yeah. yeah. And, and we see that. I've had friends who
1: have gotten married and they're divorced now because they couldn't wait. You know, it was like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even a relative, three months, you know, I and mean, you just met this girl, three months, gotta, keep, gotta get married, can't wait, to without taking the time and the patience to really get to know each other, to fall in yes. love with each other, and to get to a point in a relationship where you accept the faults of that person and work towards something bigger. Yes. That's what the are looking for. He's looking for a long term relationship Absolutely. with his children. And, you know, we want
0: the fast, the quick, the God's love, right now, right. But that's not how God works. God lives for the long haul, the long relationship. And, brother, we need the Holy Spirit. We need God himself yeah. to give us that patience to get along with God. Nathan, good point. And you know, Nathan, when you look at what the children of Israel endured, they were in Egypt for almost 400 years of slaves, right, Nathan? They were wow. in, 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 the, in the wilderness, in the desert. And you know what? God's plan was in full effect, but that's a long time to wait. The promise that he made to Abraham, it's a long time to wait. But nevertheless, as we read the Bible, God was faithful.
1: is. He's always faithful. He he fulfills his promises. You know, it took him 900 years for him to fulfill his justice against Israel. So, you know, that's a effect of love right there. How long are you going to let the murderers, the rapists, the killers, Mm. the abortionists run around and and do their thing without justice coming? God wouldn't be loving at all if he didn't bring justice. And Jeremiah understood that. I mean, certainly, he's the weeping prophet in lamentations here. He he knew suffering. But we, we learn from that, and hopefully then we live our lives right. That's that's the wonderful thing about God's love. He gave us the Bible, so we could learn from many, many, many lines of how they related to Him, so hopefully we don't go through
0: the same mistakes. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. I mean, this is just a beautiful passage, and for those of you that are watching and listening, maybe you're finding yourself a little bit short in patience, and and just uh, having a hard time waiting, but the Bible teaches you know good things come to those who wait. So <laughs> we really believe that. And here, verse twenty-five, the Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. So Nathan, again, this also a process here is uh, waiting, but also seeking. And it reminds me like Jesus said to seek and to knock, and doors will be open. Right. I even heard a knock back there. Yeah. Yeah, that was Lord, me in the pulpit.
1: He, he promises <laughs> he will open the door. In other words, uh, uh, he he loves people that seek him. It shows a heart of, of compliance, a heart of uh, humbleness. The Lord loves a humble heart. He also loves a loving and giving heart. And so we
0: you're seeking him, we, we wait for him and we seek
1: him. Excellent point because those two go hand in
0: hand. And Nathan, and, and I love verse 26 because not only that, but it actually teaches us uh, how to wait. It says, Verse twenty six. It is good that one should hope and wait, but then it says quietly. That's where I have a hard time. Is with the <laughs> quietly. <laughs> well, what do you think it means quietly? I mean, is
1: it the thing we just sit there and don't say anything, or, or quietly? Well, do you believe that
0: passage, or this? Off- not what you believe, per se, but say right. the author's intent. I will say also, Nathan. Uh, maybe uh, not quietly, but also patiently. Uh, meaning, meaning not. Uh, you know. Uh, Because sometimes the Lord doesn't say much when he asks us to wait, right? Sometimes we want to hear, okay, Lord, what is the next step? What do you want me to do now? Sometimes it's, you know what? Just wait patiently and wait quietly uh, to the little, still, small voice, and I will guide you to the next steps. Oh, absolutely. And Nathan, uh, not only that, but I, I really like verse 26. Not only it says quietly, but it says for for that salvation of the Lord. And that's always been something in the Old Testament that God has come through, right, Nate? Oh, exactly, exactly. Now, it's
1: a sad thing that Strong, I just pulled up Strong's concordance. I wanted to see what uh, Strong said about the word quietly. It does not have a Strong's listing there. But it does indicate in the verse, when you wait quietly, it's also talking about a a meditative stance. You know, yes, not not yes. as the pagans do where they focus on themselves. It's they meditate on God's word. In other words, our hope grows the more we spend time trying to understand the Lord. And we understand the Lord through two ways, mm. through prayer and through the study of the Bible. And that's a quiet pursuit. Yes. The study of the
0: Bible and prayer is a quiet pursuit. And that's what it's inferring there. Very good point, Nathan. That's one of that was one of the lost art lately is that of meditation and quietness before the Lord. I mean I, I I don't know how many times i am challenged myself to find time to spend with the Lord daily in meditation and in prayer. And that's now with the hustle and bustle of today's world and the mobile devices and everything else, it's very difficult uh, to wait quietly and to listen to the Lord. So it's, I'm so glad for this passage. Yeah, yeah. The
1: word is do mom. I'm not an expert in Hebrew, but uh-huh. mom. And that's silence to silently
0: Yes. There's nothing to do. The whole city <laughs> destroyed them.
1: No food, no crops, and the people, read in Jeremiah, they are ready to go back to slavery in Egypt just to survive, and they drag poor Jeremiah yeah. out of the land of Israel, and then down into Egypt where history uh, records that Jeremiah died. Mm. He died in Egypt. Back, The Jews put themselves back into slavery. Mm. And that's a sad, sad testament to the hard heart of the Jewish people because there, Jeremiah was probably he and maybe Baruch, his, his were the only two that had a heart left for the Lord among those people. Other than uh, Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and yeah. Abednego, yeah. which you read about later, and Daniel, who were exiled out of the land. So God always keeps remnant, and even though we see the world today falling apart,
0: yeah. we know that God still keeps a remnant of those who patiently wait for it. Excellent point. That's awesome, Nathan. Thank you, Nathan, I was looking at verse twenty-seven. That's a, a an interesting one. Is that it, it is good for a man to bear the yoke uh in his youth. Lamentation uh three twenty-seven. And as I was thinking about that, any any thoughts on that one from your end? Well, it's part to
1: verse twenty-eight, that's uh, the first half. Let him sit alone and keep silent, because God has laid it the yoke mm-hmm. on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust, there may yet be hope, and let him give his cheek to the one who strikes him and be full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he causes greed, yet he has shown compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men, to crush under one's feet all the prisoners of the earth. To turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the Most High, or subvert a man in his cause, the Lord does not approve. So it's kind of a run on
0: sentence there, yeah. but it's tied to that about the yoke of his youth. In other words, it's better to know and set
1: the Lord, and understand him, and be patient for him. When you're young, then is for a life of being outside
0: of God's will and come to the Lord when you're old. Ooh, that's a very good point. You know, Nathan also, uh, wow, I love it. Not only that, but I, 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 got, I also noticed verse 32. It says, though he causes grief, yet he will show uh, compassion. And those are those incredible, beautiful um, attributes uh, about the Lord. Uh, right, Nathan? It reminds me of uh, Jonah chapter 4, Nathan. um we know the story of those wicked people in Nineveh, and Jonah was sent there, right, with a message uh, for the people. And you and I know he comes with this half-hearted message: "Turn or burn," kind of deal, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm lucky. I, I there's times in my life where you hear the testimony of people got saved later in life, and right. you know it was turn or burn, right? They 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 burned later, and then they turned. Uh, sorry, they burned young and then they turned old. Well, I just I pray to the Lord for good Christian parents who led me to the Lord at a very yes. young age, at 7, and I rededicated at 12. Wow. I believe that, I truly believe that by accepting that yoke young, that I have been kept from quite a lot of bad uh, decisions and sense yes. of
0: living and things that would
1: have tripped me up, because the Lord has always been close to me since I was young. And I'm not bragging here or anything, I'm just saying... it. You know, even Jeremiah says it's good for a man to bear this yoke in his youth. Mm. And I really believe that the, the Lord was a great blessing to let me bear
0: it in my youth. And Nathan, and you know, I, you made a very good point. The Bible says in Proverbs, to train up a child in the way that he should go, right, as they're younger, and yeah. hopefully, as they're older, they will not depart. So I'm so glad that you're living testimony.
1: I am praising the Lord, too, brother. And, uh, yes. uh there's a lot of people who got saved later in life look back and say, oh, my goodness, I wish I had stopped
0: running from the Lord when I was young. And, and so Jeremiah is giving very sage advice here. Mm. You know, Nate, uh, I know we don't have a lot of time to uh, for the program, but I'm just, again, captivated by those attributes of the Lord and just reminding how God is still the same uh, yesterday, today, and forever, how he feels about people, uh, his heart towards people. He doesn't want people to perish. He doesn't want people to... Burn. He doesn't want people to suffer. As a matter of fact, God wants people to come to salvation while there is still time. And and Nathan, if I may read uh, verse two uh, of uh, Jonah chapter four, uh, when when uh, you know the Bible says there that Jonah was displeased uh, exceedingly and he became angry when God didn't bring his just his judgment against the Ninevites and. But he does say this about God, and this is what we're hoping that people would understand who God really is. It says in Jonah 4.2, so he prayed to the Lord and said, Our Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore, I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents uh, from, from doing harm. And and Nate, when when you were reading for us there uh, in in Lamentation uh, 3 3, uh, 32, again, it says, Though he causes grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude uh, of his mercies. And that's what awaits people, right, Nathan? Uh, Who turn to God. Yes, yes. It's compassion
1: that never fails. And Jeremiah had to learn the hard way, and the people of Israel, they had to learn the hard way, and the Christians. Before we were saved, we had to learn
0: the hard way yeah. better to render our lives to Jesus before we had to live the hard way. Oh, excellent point. And listen, we want to speak to those of you that are watching and listening. Maybe you don't have a relationship with God. Maybe you've gone through difficulties. Maybe you've gone through challenges, and He's calling you to wait on Him. God has a plan, and He has a purpose. He allows certain things to happen in your life uh, to get your attention. Maybe you think you're a good person. Maybe you, you've never committed uh, certain hideous crimes of others, but you haven't accepted God. Well, I want you to know that the judgment that awaits you is the same. Uh, if, if you haven't trusted in God, uh, uh, the Bible promises is eternal separation from Him, and we don't want that uh, for you. What we want is for you to come to repentance like those people of Nineveh and, and come to the Lord now, and we want to give you an opportunity for you to receive Christ, for you to turn to Him, for you to be able to experience His grace, His mercy, and His loving kindness. And Nate, and will you be able to maybe share briefly with that person out there that doesn't know the Lord, maybe how they can start a wonderful relationship with Him? Well, remember what Jesus, excuse
1: uh, me, you know what Jeremiah said when he came, that the Lord will not cast off forever, though He causes grief, yet He will show compassion. Yes. Now, He's shown compassion to you and to me because He died on the cross for you. Mm-hmm punishment of your sins was to be sentenced to hell, but Jesus didn't want that, so he became the sacrifice for you, the perfect man for the imperfect person, and when he sacrificed himself on the cross, he took your punishment on himself, and then when he resurrected from the dead, he beat death, and therefore had victory over death, which became our victory, and to accept that victory, pray from your heart, dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins, and be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus promises that He will forgive you of your sins. You will have a new life. You will have hope. You will know the Lord's compassion and
0: mercy.
1: He will give you the Holy Spirit. And you will know that joy that Jeremiah had even in
0: the midst of difficult times. Awesome. Thank you, Nathan, for those wonderful words of encouragement for our viewers and our listeners. And maybe you've trusted in Christ. Even right now with the simplicity of this program, hey, we'd love to hear from you. We want to celebrate with you. The Bible teaches that every person that turns and repents every sinner that accepts Christ, that there is a celebration in heaven for them. So we would love for you to reach out to us and uh, let us know uh, that you've trusted Christ and we simply want to be able to uh, celebrate with you. We'd love to send you maybe a Bible so that you can start reading through the Gospel of John. Uh, Again, get a hold of us at 305-992-9537. Let us know that you prayed to receive the Lord. And uh, maybe you need a prayer, even if the program is over. We also would love to pray with you and celebrate with you that wonderful decision that you made. So, Nathan, very, very uh, surprised, not really surprised, but very uh, encouraged by this message that was tucked in here uh, in Lamentation chapter 3. So, Nate, that's what I want to encourage our viewers to listen to stay tuned because there's a lot of incredible things in this book, right? I love what you
1: said. You're right. There's a little hope tucked in a lot of sorrow, but even in the midst of our own sorrows, the Lord always provides
0: that. Ooh, praise the Lord. Well, Nathan, I want to really thank you again for joining me for today's program. I know we ran out of time for this segment of the program, but Nate is always awesome to have you on. And I pray you have a wonderful week. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you, brother. God bless. Awesome. And of course, for those of you that are watching and listening, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. But Big Patisa Nathan Jones, we're saying goodbye. But we want to encourage you: continue to read through the Book of Lamentation. It's an amazing, and amazing book. And uh, again, we would love to hear from you. If you are in need of prayer, uh, get a hold of us and we would love to be able uh, to pray for you. So we pray that you have a wonderful week and we pray that the Lord will continue to uh, encourage you this week. And remember, take some time to encourage someone and speak to them about the love of Jesus. And uh, bless someone because this world uh, is in need. Big Patissa, Nathan Jones, saying goodbye. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you. You guys have a wonderful week.